victory, a new Conservative government. Will I be in it? Saltwood, Monday the 13th June. It was Ian Gower who telephoned. The Prime Minister wants you to join the government. Go on. It's not what you wanted. But still a certain delight when he actually enunciated the title, Parliamentary Under Secretary of State at the Department of Employment. I had to ring Norman Tebbit. I didn't really get on with Tebbit. He always seems slightly suspicious of me. I don't net into his style of humour. Her, her, you've drawn the short straw. Then a lot of balls about the rations are good. But to come in the following morning at 9am. Almost immediately afterwards, Jenny Easterbrook, of whom I don't doubt much, much more, rang and said that she was my personal private secretary and what time would I like my car? Department of Employment, Wednesday, 15th June. Jenny Easterbrook has a very pale skin and large violet eyes. Her blonde hair is gamine short, her sexuality tightly controlled. She makes plain her feelings on several counts, without expressing them. One, that I am an uncouth chauvinist lout. Two, that it is a complete mystery why I have been made a minister. Three, that my tenure in this post is likely to be a matter of weeks rather than months. I did, though, get a reaction when I asked, in all innocence, if she would take dictation. Can't you do shorthand? I'm an official, not a typist. Department of Employment, Thursday, 16 June. This morning I woke up with a jolt at 4.10am, the first anxiety waking since the mid-1970s when whores were holding the deeds of Saltwood and I used to worry about repaying the overdraft. I made tea at about 6, got to the office at 7.30, unlocked the red box and started reading. Normally I am a slow reader, but in the last 48 hours I must have read more than in the previous two months. Department of Employment, Tuesday, 21st June. I was lunching with Jerry Wiggin in the house and he told me the horror story of his sacking from the Ministry of Defence. The phone rang at his home on Sunday night. Jerry, hello, it's Ian here. Oh yes, hello. Jerry, the Prime Minister would like to see you at Downing Street tomorrow. Jerry's spirit soared, but before he could even say yes, Ian went on, I'm afraid it's not very good news and his spirits plummeted cruelly as Ian went on. So would you mind coming to the back door? Oh, what a chilling, ghastly experience. What I do think I would have said, however, is stuff your fucking door, I'm not going to bother, she can just write to me. And yet, as poor Jerry admitted, although he had meant to be dignified, when he actually got into the room, he plucked and pleaded and blubbed. What on earth did he expect? To go in and change her mind? to get her to go back to her desk and cross somebody else's name out. When I told this tale to another minister, he wisely and shrewdly observed that in the end we are all sacked, and it's always awful. It is as inevitable as death following life. Even if you are elevated, there comes a day when you are demoted, even prime ministers. Department of Employment, Thursday, 23rd June. It's not yet eight o'clock, and already I've been in my office half an hour. I like to get here early before anyone else arrives. Then I can scowl at them through the communicating doorway as they take their places around the outer office. I'm still so ignorant of the basic material that this is one of the few ways I can start to assert an ascendancy. 
It is, naturally and heartbreakingly, a glorious summer morning, and I've drawn back to their maximum extent the sliding windows, thus buggering, or I trust partially buggering, the air conditioning system. There is a tiny balcon, a gutter really, with a very low parapet below knee height. Sometimes I get a wild urge to relieve my bladder over it, splattingly on the ant-like crowds. Would this get one the sack? Probably not. It would have to be hushed up. Trivial, but at the same time bizarre. Certainly it would tax the power of Mr. Bernard Ingham. I might do it on my last day. Saltwood, Sunday, 26th June. Not for the first time I let my thoughts ramble around the many different ways that one could improve the place, all, needless to say, involving vast expenditure and thus impossible. The great unexploited resource is the old lake, drained by the breach which the parliamentarians opened in the dam in 1648, and now a lush...